Welcome back to Afters with Joe and Chelsea. We are now moving on to a new topic that we're very, very excited about. Uh, very relevant at the moment in the fitness, health, lifestyle industry. Yes. Um, so we're moving on to fasting. Now, a couple of episodes on it because it's quite a big topic. But very big, isn't what, it? What would you say fasting is? It's been around for a very, very long time, um, but it always seems to pop up on social media every few years, and you're either a lover, hater, or... A fighter. <laughs> you don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, have a scooby. Uh, but usually on social media, you've got somebody who hates it and tells you why you shouldn't do it and why you should ignore people, or somebody that tells you it's great and all the benefits that it has. What I do find is most of the people that talk about it come at it from a weight loss point of view, which is not what we use fasting for and is also not the only benefit or really the focus of fasting for me personally. Yeah, it kind of gets wrapped up in that though, doesn't it? That yeah. oh, you have to do this 24-hour fast to lose weight. Yeah, yeah. It, it does get wrapped up in the whole health industry and I think when it pops up again on social media a lot of personal trainers and people in the fitness industry pick up on it and come at it from a weight loss point of view which for me personally there's just so much more to it Yeah. Um, which is why I'm really excited about this one. Nice. So for those people I guess that don't know about fasting let's rewind a little bit. Okay. What what is fasting? So, from what I understand, as the mere mudblood, normal human being, that is, for those people that don't know about Harry Potter. <laughs> um, How many Harry Potter quotes can you get in this one 20-minute so episode? Um, <laughs> the fasting is basically when you're not consuming food or sometimes when you're not even consuming liquid water. So... It's an abstention, abstention, absence, abstinence, abstinence from the metabolic process of consuming things for your body. Oh, that's very scientific. I know, big that. It is. So the whole term breakfast, breakfast, is when you start to break your fast. You stop the abstinence of food or water or liquid yeah. and you start eating after you've drinking. been asleep after so really asleep. it's everybody does it whether they realize they're doing it or not because you stop eating at dinner you go to bed and then you wake up in the morning and you break your fast with food however just prolonging that a little bit longer can have massive benefits but people i think tend to think oh no that's skipping breakfast why would i do that and the whole fasting thing has got wrapped up in that whole world of let's say nonsense. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited just to simplify it because, as you could probably tell, I'm a lover. What are you? You a hater or a lover? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a liker. You're a liker. Oh, that's so on the fence. No, I like. I do. I do like it. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kind of make it my life's work to go and get everyone to be a faster. Um, no, of course I'm, not. I I do it myself and I enjoy it and it works for me. I think that's a really important thing that you've just said there and something that I want to pick up on because, and I think this has kind of been the theme throughout our podcast and what I hope to still 
continue to be the centre of everything that we do with this podcast. We are never putting out information to tell you, you should do this, you shouldn't do this. Look at the research. This is really bad for you. This is really good for you. Because we are not experts. But also, the experts are not experts because science (laughs) changes so much that what you could believe for 10 years, suddenly there's new evidence that that is completely false. So all you can do is take the information that people are giving you and go... Do I want to try it? Do I not want to try it? First of all, does it pique my interest? Yes or no. Then does it work for me? Does it not? Yes or no. Can I find something else that does work for me? Yes or no. And it's so personal. And I think for us, we just want to raise awareness. This is what's worked for us. This is what we found out. Go give it a try if you want to or don't. But I think it's really important to get that out there because particularly at the moment, you will go on social media and there is probably a lot of reels trending, type in fasting. So many. And I can guarantee you there will be fitness people and PTs on there going, uh, you shouldn't do fasting for fat loss. It This, this and this is really bad for you. Why would you do this? Da, da, da. And then there'll be people that are pro-fasting. You've got scientists, you've got people that warned you for the health benefits going, you should do fasting because of this, this and this. Well, actually... Just do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, well said. Just do what you want to do. Like for us, we've gone on a journey and we've enjoyed it. I'm more intense than you are and I've enjoyed it more than you have. So our journeys are completely different. And um, and sometimes because of my cycle, I don't fast because that's not what my body and my hormones need. But it's personal and I've I've decided to go on that journey. Massively, I think you've hit the nail on the head you've you've got to be open to to kind of um bringing in new information and you deciding on a personal level not pressured from someone else not pressured from social media decide what you want to do with it if you actually want to investigate it more after this podcast you'll go away and read about it you'll listen to it you'll ask us questions if you don't give a beep then you're not like as simple as that yeah but as you keep we keep saying we're not here to tell you this is the right thing to do for everyone mm. this is just what's worked for us what's we've found out and if it helps one person we've done our yeah. job yeah let's weave through the bullshizen of um social media and just you know give people the information that they can then yeah. take away and decide if it works for them or not yeah I think from my personal standpoint, I remember where I was in Bradford in my first teaching job in Beckford Thornton and this kid came in to do a placement for like a six months or whatever to help in our department and he was fasting and I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you choosing not to eat until like 1pm in the afternoon? I was like... It was just against everything I believed in. It was like, no, you've got to eat more to get your metabolism going. You've got to kind of get the nutrients in for the energy for the day. Um, And it took me a couple of years to kind of even think about that being an option. And now I've tried it myself. I'm like, what? And funnily enough, it was actually listening to a podcast where we heard a doctor talking about it that we suddenly thought, you know what, maybe we're in the place where we can yeah. maybe investigate a little bit more into this. But my, this is like, I think it's what society like uh, is built upon is 
you have to eat breakfast at a certain time you have to have your meals at a certain time because it goes in line with their business it goes in line with their monetary values as a person you have the freedom to eat whenever you want but the fasting kind of myths of are oh, you've got a people that are trying to not promote fasting oh now you've got to wake up at 7am and eat your breakfast you've got to eat your cereal to get your energy for the day and that's absolute rubbish because we've been through it ourselves we spoke about it a lot on the gut um, episodes yeah. at the start of this podcast you just just have an open mind like have an open mind to it because here's it, a fun it, fact as well it does make a difference we may or may not be true but for anybody that loves to call people out on social media i'm sure there's many that would like to call me out on this so you can go do your own investigating the phrase breakfast is the most important meal of the day came from cereal companies american cereal companies as a way to get people to eat their cereals so if you go back in history there's no point scientifically where there are studies and it's proven that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. That was something that was formed... Kellogg's, isn't it? By, yeah, a breakfast cereal company to for marketing. And it's stayed with us Yeah, it's, just, it's, just, it's just questioned, like, what? why am I eating when I'm eating? Just, just ask that question to yourself. Why am I eating this meal at this time of the day is it because i want to eat it or is it because i've been told subconsciously in the background of growing up from my parents from my family from the news from the media that i have to have breakfast at this time how many people have done this they're feeling hungry for whatever reason could be anything and they look at the clock and they go oh it's only 11 i can't have my lunch now Mm. or they go Oh gosh, is that the time? Half twelve. I need to eat. Mm. I need to eat some lunch. You are basing your eating Round on it. a time that you have been told by society, mm. not by your body going. You need to give me some fuel now. Yeah. So true. And then you could even delve into like what you're being told to eat to break your fast as well, which is just completely wrong for what you need for the day. Um. We could talk about this all day. What are some of the types of fasts that you can do? Don't go into detail, just name a few because we're going to talk about them in the next episodes. Yeah, so I think um, a bit of a disclaimer for anyone that want, wanting to look into fasting or do fasting, it is going to be completely different for men and women. So the different types of fast typically when you're starting your fasting journey, you'd probably do intermittent fasting, which essentially means that you have an eight hour ten, eight to 10 hour eating window. And then for 13 to 15 hours, you don't eat. But considering that you're asleep for around eight hours of those, and then you'd probably have hopefully about two hours after having your dinner before you go to bed, you're only really waiting a few hours in the morning before eating again. And the time that you have your breakfast really depends on whether you're an early sleeper or a late sleeper. Because if you sleep in early and you're having your dinner, I don't know, between half five and seven, then 
you're having your breakfast at a pretty reasonable time yeah. for society reasonable <laughs> you know nine ten if you're a later person you're not eating till nine ten at night and then you're going to bed at maybe 12 mid 12 one o'clock in the morning we won't talk about that um <laughs> then yes you're probably not gonna be breaking your fast the next day until one o'clock in the afternoon but that's because you are eating later at night and you're going to bed later so it really mm. just depends on you know when you eat and when you sleep which varies for everyone so that's kind of like intermittent fasting and that's what people tend to do every day because it just gives them that shorter window for eating and easier to follow consistency is it? it's yeah. really easy for consistency because mm. you just you get into a rhythm like half six you're having your dinner and usually people aren't really eating there's probably maybe an hour difference in when they eat people tend to be in a bit of a habit with yeah. the time that they eat um so it's not really difficult difficult to yeah, yeah. um the only thing with that is if you're a woman it doesn't tend to work consistently with doing the same thing every day and also for men adding in different styles of fasts every so often so that your body doesn't get used to it so there's other things like 24-hour fast which helps reset your gut there's the talk of autophagy fasts which I think we'll discuss more next week because I really want to delve into the um it's a really interesting one because it's come from a scientist that won a Nobel Prize for his findings and it was all to do around cancer patients but at the moment it's got sucked out of the depth of science and it's been splayed all over social media for I guess Chinese whispers by the time people are doing these videos on social media it's so there's very confusing messages around the different types of fasts but essentially yeah intermittent fasting is probably the place that most people start off um and obviously there's health benefits for that which you can talk about because well, you well we'll talk about that next week because we can talk about each of the fasting fasts that there are and then the benefits yeah. to both. The main thing is people are like, well, why would I want to have eat an eight to ten hour window? It's the not eating in the thirteen to fifteen hour window that helps your body reset. And that is the focus. There is a lot of focus on fat loss and things like that, but really for us it's been the health benefits. Um but yeah, it's just very different for women. So we will delve in way more detail into that yeah. uh, next week. Okay. What's been your favorite thing about fasting? You're a fasting liker. So what's been the most I thing you've liked? The the ease ease of integrating it into your daily life is, is very accessible. It's very easy, very doable by the everyday person. Um, you feel... I kind of told this story to myself that or I lived by the story that I would get too hangry if I didn't eat in the morning and I wouldn't have enough energy. But after about a week of doing it, where I changed from eating before I went to school, I used to have eggs before I went to school and then have breakfast at school. I just missed out that eggs before school and then went and had my 
first meal of the day around break time at school so that was about 9 45 10 10 a.m and for me the benefits i saw were was loads i had better concentration better focus in the mornings i didn't have like a an energy crash around the mid-morning afternoon time early afternoon where i'm like craving that next meal i had um significant amount of weight loss i don't know whether that's because i was missing out those eggs or i was changing my eating window it might have been a bit of, bit of the bit of both um but i just felt more weight he- loss fa- or fat loss fat loss i think i just felt more healthy i don't know if that's a placebo effect or if there's just something that's happening that's but i different. think it's worth mentioning like in line with that we have really changed the foods that we're eating yeah. and instead of having i don't know um more food and it be more ultra processed and um i don't know like your packaged proteins and things like that it's it's more whole foods so even though you may sometimes be eating less than you would normally you're getting a whole lot of more nutrients Nutrients. than you would normally get when you're just focusing on trying to be healthy and not really thinking about the foods and when you're eating i think yeah i think as well you pointed out there was made me think of something where what you will start to find at home is when you start to like integrate these things that we've been talking about over a sustained period of time you do actually naturally become healthier because you are if you're someone that's going to take fasting seriously you're not just going to do it half-heartedly and and do it once a week you're going to do it and follow it and from following that you're not going to want to break your fast with a McDonald's breakfast because it's going to make you feel awful and it's going to have the adverse effect that you wanted it to have. So because you're doing this fast, you're like, okay, well, I've now done that hard bit. What do I now do to break my fast and help me for the rest of the day? Mm. And that just builds in and your lifestyle changes. The people that are wanting to take this seriously, like we have, sorry, we have, it's made a massive difference. And the people that, are push, putting themselves out there to try it and do it consistently will naturally become healthier, lose fat, have more energy, have better relationships with their friends and family. And have probably more know more when they are actually hungry. And there we go. It just all adds all adds together, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, just before I ask you, I think as well, 24-hour fast has been mad for me as well. So me and Charles, when we travel, we do a 24-hour fast. Well, a lot of the time so that's where we have a meal let's say we're going to be traveling in the morning so we have our last meal the night before and then we won't eat again until the following evening when we've got back or we've finished our traveling for the day so we avoid any food um, on the plane in the airport Um, we will just be drinking lots of water and then some black coffee as well which won't actually break your fast and we'll talk about that in the next episode as well what foods you can still be consuming. That yeah, fasting. Fast. I think that's the biggest myth. Unless you're specifically doing a water fast, fasting doesn't necessarily mean not consuming anything. Yeah. Um, and that, so much to talk about. And that has had a massive impact on my gut 
health, not necessarily energy, not necessarily, I don't know, muscle growth or anything like that. It's better. It's the the sole focus of it was to help my gut when I travel, because everyone's been there where you you travel and you you gut goes off a little bit because of the travel, the maybe the anxiety, the sometimes people get constipation when they travel. Um, might go the other way they might have too loose a stool mm. and it's mainly due to to what you are consuming in that period of time and you're not exercising you're not moving so you're you're sedentary for a long time on the days of travel yeah which does not help your digestion so for us we now swear by it where we do it i think our biggest one was when we came back from new zealand it ended up being like a 32 hour one mm. but at the same time we also have started to learn when if you listen to your body and you're doing these different fasts and it doesn't feel right or you feel really really hungry and you need to kind of change it change it Mm, listen to your body don't just say right i'm doing a 24 hour fast and stick by it if you're feeling lightheaded if you're you're on the floor like yeah if you're (laughs) you're crumbling yeah um like listen to your body yeah Um, there is no such thing as a failed fast and if you get to a point where it's having adverse effects on you you are to immediately break the fast with the right foods there's it's not no you've got to keep going you said you do 72 hours it's not like that and i think that's the perception that you get oh massively from a lot of people yeah the thing i've enjoyed the most about fasting is the doors that it opens to understanding more about how your the inside of your body works how each thing supports you and the way that you function and different needs more so for women obviously we're different so just being able to understand more about my hormones and what helps my hormones what doesn't help my hormones what foods i should consume more of because fasting does open that door to you know break this fast with this kind of food or make sure you know for example a loads of people have heard of the ketogenic diet but um one of the things in the fasting world they call it the ketobiotic diet which is in direct relation to female hormones and it's about making sure that you are introducing probiotics prebiotics and polyphenols in all the foods that you're eating because a keto diet is not sustainable and it's not healthy long term especially for females that need all these different types of minerals depending on you know what the body is doing and that links to fasting right so you shouldn't be Fast- fasting the, the same every time if you're yeah. woman, it's going to affect your hormones differently yeah and might actually have a negative effect on your body you know the, i love this example and i've probably said this before and i'm going to say it again when a woman goes on a diet and they cut carbs the week before you're due on your body is making progesterone progesterone is a female hormone and in order for your body to make this hormone, it uses carbs. It needs carbs to carbs make it. Before marbs. So if you follow a fasting lifestyle that introduces all of these 
things to you, you know, opens these doors to finding out more about your hormones and what fast they need and what foods they need, you're not then going to put yourself on a diet that's going to cause you to have severe PMS when you start your period and you're not functioning properly because you've not been able to make the progesterone that your body needs ready for your bleed, essentially. Lovely. It's just fascinating. I just love it. Because it's just so, it's just not like, oh, just starve yourself for this amount of time. It's just, it's just a whole world and it's connected to food and your gut. And I just, I'm really excited about it. I love it. Very good. I'm a lover in case you can't tell. (laughs) Okay. So next, next episode, we're going to be covering the different types of fasts um, that you can do. Going to be looking at the benefits to fasting some of the negatives to fasting if you get it wrong um, and what we kind of are going to be continuing with ourselves, what we do day to day so people can have an idea of what yeah. how it works. And obviously routine. when we started out, it was completely different yeah. to the way that it is now. So I think just stripping that back to, you know, if you are interested in fasting, where would be a good starting point? Yeah. Um, and please, if anyone's got any questions about fasting, as simple as you want, what is fasting, or um, like we've tried to explain here, like what any any sort of question that you think is relevant to fasting, please send us a message, leave a comment, and we can happily answer it on the next podcast. Yep. Okay. See you soon. See you soon.